Hey friend, this is Ryan Thomas. We're so blessed and grateful you're listening to On the Road and supporting Faith Radio. You are quite simply the best and we appreciate you so much. Enjoy the show. Well, one of the most unmissable arguments for God is his incredible creation on display all around us. Pointing to the wonders of the universe has become one of the hallmarks of the ministry of Louis Giglio, the pastor of Passion City Church in Atlanta, Georgia, and founder of the Passion Movement. Louis is a much-beloved author and speaker, and now he has a new book for kids called How Great Is Our God? 100 Indescribable Devotions About God and Science. It is such a blessing to welcome you back on the road, Pastor Louis. Where did this fascination with God's greatness expressed in his creation really start for you? Can you pinpoint it, sir? Well, you know, I think I I can trace it all the way back to July 20th. I remember it as my sister's birthday, 1969. I was actually alive. Some of the listeners will be nodding along. Yes, I was also alive. And Neil Armstrong stepped on the surface of the moon. I'll never forget walking out uh, our modest apartment we lived in north of Atlanta and sitting on the swing set out behind our apartment, and it was a bright moon that night. And looking up as an 11-year-old kid and thinking, my goodness, there are people on the moon. Yes. And I think that seed actually was the beginning of it all. And that came to bigger fruition yeah, maybe 15 years ago. I just started noticing as Hubble uh, redefined, if you will, our view of the cosmos, allowed us to see things we'd never seen before, talking about the Hubble Space Telescope, which is orbiting hundreds of miles above the Earth. So all the atmosphere that had been in the way, if you will, of our view of space was now gone, and Hubble was sending us images that were literally blowing the scientists, the astronomers' minds. And I started seeing a lot of these posted in the newspaper and a magazine article, and so I found my way to the NASA website, started doing my own investigation, and one thing led to the other, and lo and behold, I found that there was a great connection to the heart of people, the soul of people, and to the display of God's greatness. And yes. um, I really believe, you know, scientists always say that, if, uh, that there have to be more people in the universe than just us earth dwellers, and they say that because the universe is so big. And I say, yeah, if it was just made for us, it is too big. But if it was made to show us how great God is, then the universe is just about the right size because it produces that awe and that wonder at who he is. Oh, that's so well said. Uh, digging into the book, which which I just found fascinating. I loved it. I know it's written for kids, but uh, the first of these uh, 100 devotions is based on the the really astonishing truth, which you really allude to there, that our planet Earth is located at just precisely the right place in the solar system to support life, that habitable zone. Why is that, and, and why do you draw attention to it right off the bat there? Well, you know, it's interesting because it's called the Goldilocks Zone, and it's this very special, rare, if you will, occurrence in time and space um, that allows us to actually function and to live and breathe every single day, things that we take for granted. And while we're having a conversation about is there a God or is there not a God, is there a creator, or do we all just kind of happen to come into existence. Mm -hmm. And when you think about it, we're having that conversation in a very, 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 very special place in the universe. If we're too far from the sun, we freeze. If we're just a degree closer to the sun, then we incinerate. And all the various factors (laughs) that have to be in place for us to get 
um, to have life, have breath, have water, have the molecular structure that we have. All of these things have to be perfectly aligned. And I think we just want kids when they open the book to realize, wow, things that we take for granted are actually a very, very, very rare and special gift from God. You sketch a chapter two that explains another thing that I didn't know, that birds aren't born with the ability to sing. It's something they have to learn and to hone. What's the significance you saw there, good sir? Well, I think that, you know, singing is an interesting thing all through creation. And um, I think about the nightingale, this song that only sings at night and normally as a lament because he's alone and he's looking for a mate. And even the fact of birds uh, learning to sing and how that's created them, the song is a gift. And the song is something that each of us can make a choice to do. We can either uh, walk through life and and not give praise to God, or we can learn through life that we have the opportunity with our voice to uh, also anthem the creator of everything that is. And I think that's a beautiful opportunity that every one of us has today, that we too can learn to sing and learn to give God praise. Well, this good man helms a church that knows a thing or two about some great music. Uh, Louis Giglio is with us. He pastors Passion City Church in Atlanta, Georgia, founded the Passion Movement. He's a much-beloved author and speaker in his new book for kids, How Great Is Our God? 100 Indescribable Devotions About God and Science. Chapter 23 is gloriously titled The Medulla What and points to the wonders of the medulla oblongata as it takes care of so many things in the brain that we don't intentionally have to think about. Can you share a bit about that and the application you draw from it? Yeah, well, I think what we're just saying basically is that, you know, that is the heartbeat of everything that we do as human beings, all of these amazing functions of life. They all come from right there, and a lot of people don't even know what that is, but you breathe because of that. Your blood pressure is regulated because of that. Your heartbeat is connected to that. And we're just drawing a conclusion like we always do, that in the same way that that part of our brain controls so much about everything about us, that God, in the same way, is taking care of so much of our lives. And we move through the day without thinking, oh, my brain is doing that. My brain is <laughs> regulating my, the rhythm of my breathing and the rate of my heart. But at the same time, God is regulating everything around us. He's putting the sun there to wake us up in the morning. He's giving us every bit of oxygen that we have to breathe. And he's there taking care of the smallest details of our lives. And it's just a beautiful thing to see. Yeah, that's one of the most fun parts, uh, by the way, about the book is that the kids are going to love it. But uh, the person who's reading to the kids, if that's the way this is going, is really going to enjoy these facts, too. I'm afraid you did surprise me substantially soon after that in the book. You explained that elephants don't drink through their trunks like a straw and bats are not blind. Sir, tell us the truth here, if you would, and the spiritual connection that you make from it. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, bats actually uh, operate, you know, with their radar, and it's an amazing way that they can actually see better than probably most humans who think that all sight has to come through our eyes, and their sonar is better than our actual ocular vision. Really? And I think that just each one of us has that opportunity through the way God works in us and the way God operates in us through his spirit to perceive the world around us on multiple levels and in different ways. And 
to see as the way God sees and to see the world the way that he sees it is pretty special. And I love what you're saying because I've seen so many times when a parent is reading to their kid and, you know, the, the parents are learning all the way along and the parents are, you know, probably saying to the kids, isn't that great? But what they are, they really are saying in their mind is I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's something that is so special about the way that we can learn as kids too, you know, just the incredible way that we retain facts. And I know this is, this is far from your first uh, book for kids specifically. What do you see as the opportunity to, to write something that could really be taken in by a young person, but be held on to for maybe an entire life? Wow, that's a, just hearing you say that is pretty stunning. And to think that, you know, one thought from this book could set uh, a child on, on a direction towards really believing that there is a great God in heaven who knows everything about them. It's a pretty powerful thing. And I think one of the other opportunities that How Great Is Our God affords us, and indescribable as well, is they, they tear down the, the straw wall, if you will, that often can be built between faith and science. And there are things about science that seem to be anti-faith. Uh, evolution is one of those, and some of the evolutionists are anti-God, don't believe there's anything called creation, believe in the Big Bang and a process that just randomly caused all of us to come to be. And I think when believers hear things like that, they're like, man, we got to stay away from the scientists because they're all anti-faith, but that's not true. I have many, many friends who are actually astronauts who have been in space, and uh, scientists in all different disciplines of science who are deeply spiritual people who love Jesus and are committed to building up his church in the world. And their particular gifting is empirical science. And I love them and love what they teach me. And I'm not in any way afraid of any scientist because no matter what their pursuit or what their conclusions Science is an evolving uh, process, and very often we hear scientists have a new discovery, or scientists have now revised their view, or mm -hmm. given this new evidence, we have a new conclusion. And so science isn't like hard and fast fact. It's a process, and that process, I am extremely confident, is going to end with every scientist being face-to-face -face with a wonderful creator who has made everything that we see in this world. And so I think to help kids go, look, you don't have to be afraid of science, even science that seems to be anti-faith, because at the end of the day, uh, we're all going to end up at the same place and at the same conclusion, and that is there's a great creator who made it all. And I hope kids are inspired to trust God more I hope they're encouraged to know how much he loves and values them, but I hope they're also inspired to go and pursue the fields of science that we need believers in, um, helping us navigate all the things we're going to learn and discover in the next few years. We just launched a new telescope, or we're about to launch a new telescope called the James Webb Telescope. I know a few people have probably heard about it. It is going to put the Hubble Space Telescope in the dust. Really? Uh, what it is going to do to, again, completely revolutionize our ability to see into the far corners of the universe is going to, it's going to, to I think, cause all of us to stop and our jaws, jaws are going to hit the floor. <laughs> and once again, everything we knew is going to get redefined all over again. And you know what? Not one shred of it is going to disprove God. 
Oh, man. Thank you so much for that. I could listen to you talk about this all day. Pastor Louis Giglio of Passion City Church in Atlanta, the founder of the Passion Movement, the much-beloved author and speaker. The new book is called How Great Is Our God? 100 Indescribable Devotions About God and Science. And it's certainly one of those cases available wherever fine books are sold. But if there is a place to begin the voyage for the book on the web and learn all about the, the great things that you do, all the ministries you're involved with, what would that place be, sir? I think the easiest stop is louisgiglio.com. And there's a spot right there where they can click on How Great Is Our God book. It takes them to the website. There's a cool promo video. Um, lots of op- offers and opportunities there. And you can find uh, a click to all your favorite uh, retailers and get a copy for you or for a family member or a friend right there. So I just stop at louisgiglio.com, look for the How Great Is Our God icon, and you will be on the right track. Splendid, sir. What a treat to talk with you today. Thank you so much for your time. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much. Enjoy being on with you. Thanks for sharing in the story of this latest episode of Faith Radio's On the Road. For more on today's conversation and the full podcast archive of all our episodes, look for On the Road when you visit MyFaithRadio.com. Thanks so much for listening to On the Road. Programming like this happens because of your incredible support. You can learn more about partnering financially at MyFaithRadio.com. And we'd be so glad to connect with you during the week on social media. Just search for On the Road with Ryan Thomas on Facebook. And our Twitter handle is at OnTheRoadRyan. Until next time, God bless you, my friend.